1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Outdoor Drive Podcast. If you guys don't know who that is, you will shortly there find out. We're up here at the Springfield Sportsman Show. The Big E. The Big Oh, the Big E. We are at the Big E. And our good friend Squeaky Weddish is here to join us. How are you, Matt? I'm out of whiskey, bro. Are you? Yeah, that's not good. The, what did the, you you brought the, like a, a whole a full thing. bottle? Yeah, and the last podcast didn't five. record, well, and we went through it. So we're gonna so try again. I, I had to I had to fake the opening of the bottle for the next one. That's good. <laughs> it was fantastic, fantastic. Hey, I appreciate that. I'm so, so glad you enjoyed. So I, I appreciate you joining us, man. I know it's it's again. it's been a long time coming. We you normally find me somewhere at some show and and jump on in on this, and it's always a good full throttle podcast, but. <laughs> You uh, you also brought around a good friend of yours to come and join us, man. Dude, th- this this guy makes me look like I'm on Nyquil. Oh, <laughs> woo! <laughs> there he is. We found him. We got him. <laughs> we found him. <laughs> Trev just Trev just went for the volume and like knocked him back. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, why don't you introduce yourself, Van, and tell everybody who you are, man? A little bit about where you're from and what you do, bro. I'm Van Hurd. I'm a professional chef and pit master. Uh, I'm from Texas, but I live in Connecticut now for about 13 years. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you started you're back in Connecticut, and not back in Texas. And, I think uh, you're more of a Connecticut boy, anyways. Yeah, I like I like I like the fast the, pace, the fast pace, just the lifestyle up here. So, how did you two get connected, and how did we get here today? Well, it that that goes back quite a few years, actually. Long um, time, right? Yeah, yeah, it really does. Um, Right after, well, to to go back, Van Van was a Hell's Kitchen season six black jacket final. Hold on, time out. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he was an. What does that mean, though? What does that mean? Dude, that man? makes what you make that? it through all the freaking all the bullshit crap and yeah. <laughs> so what is that? But how did well, you? I still lost my shit. That's why I got sent home. So <laughs> so how did you get into that though? Well, how did the, how did you even end up as a Hell's Kitchen black jacket chef? Uh, sous vide, something or other. I was cooking at the number one restaurant in Dallas, and uh, in Dallas, yeah, that and place is a shithole. Nah, bro, <laughs> Dallas, is, <laughs> Dallas is the New York of, of of the West. But anyway, the Southwest. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful, beautiful city. I just was there. I went there to the Dallas Safari Club. How beautiful was that? City. It was fantastic. Fantastic show. Fantastic people. Um, hung out there. It was it was great. I it honestly was. It you was went great there, huh? Yeah, that's cool, man. My dad went there too. To Dallas Safari this year. Him. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, it's a good time. We had a booth down there. Um, some family was in from South Africa, so I was down there helping them sell some hunts and got you to got meet some people. You got family in South Africa? Yes, sir. That's yes, cool. Yes, sir. Yep. Well, they call. 
they call it family, but it's a, it's a good friend of mine's cousin, and we just we're good friends. Dude, and it's all family. Was, yeah, it's family, man. I, I call everyone family. You know, yeah. it's just family. But but anyway, so so you got into that whole black black jacket. Oh, oh so so like we're listening to the radio one day in the kitchen, and they're like, uh, "Hell's Kitchen tryouts in Dallas, come down." So I go down there. They bring us in groups of like twelve, and you got thirty seconds to tell you tell why you should be on Hell's and Kitchen. And Van took three and went, <laughs> 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 And they turned his volume down. But we had this weirdo in our group. We had this, like, weirdo. It was, like, his fifth or sixth time trying out, and he was, like, scaring the girls. These are, like, California girls. You know what I mean? Pretty. And they're like, all right, y'all can go. Well, I, 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 I said what I said. I don't even remember what I said. I'm like, all right, well, that was a waste of time. You know? So 45 minutes later, they call me back. I'm like, hey. They said, we want you to come do a video interview. I'm like, okay. So my hotel that I worked at was right down the street from the hotel they wanted me to do the video interview. So I cooked for them. I didn't have to cook for them, but I was like, I'm going to cook for them. And you know when you like go into a job interview and you know you got it? Right, that's what it felt like. That you got it. I you got, got it. If the yo, video was yo. on, you guys should see Van's yo, eyes. He's just like, yeah, I got it. Them girls were loving me, bro. They were loving me. But then I didn't hear anything back for like six, seven weeks. Everything's slow in Hollywood. And they're like, we want you to come out to L.A. and talk to the executive producers. And I'm like, okay, I'll come out there. I get out there. I'm like, I got it. I got it. I get out there. There's like 500,000 people out there. Come on. Just going for Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, but it was a couple seasons, but like still, it was like it was like a lot of people overwhelming. But when I went into that room with them people, I was on, baby. It was on point. I was on, like you know when you know, you right. know when you know you got. Right, it. Of course. You know what I mean. So then, how did you two collab together? Because Hollywood to Connecticut yeah, to yeah, I'm, outdoor, I'm like what is far going as, on here, far man? Far from Hollywood as you can get, bro. <laughs> I, well, I'm well aware of what I'm that sticks, is all about, bro. but. Exactly. And, and just so you know, I'm drinking beer and not bourbon right I know. now. I'm drinking like a little bit of this, whatever's left in the bottle. <laughs> the brown water, baby. <laughs> so anyways, no. But you're the brown water man. You I know was, that. I was doing, uh, I was doing a wine, uh, wine, wine and food fest at uh, Mohegan. And um, I meet up with this guy. I'm, a friend of mine has a bunch of vineyards, and I'm d- pouring wine for him. And I look over, and here's this guy from season six, Hell's Kitchen, Kevin Cottle. And he was, like, actually the dude that was at the door, and his, yeah. and his, and his freaking handle didn't go. <laughs> I mean, that's bad. Runner-up. Ke- yeah. Ke- we'll say runner-up. Kevin's awesome, awesome dude. So Kevin and I kind of hit it up, and Kevin mentions, hey, Van is actually living in Connecticut, and we're doing a kind of field-to-plate, Television show, right? It was and called they, Killing and Grilling. Y'all Killing should go look gr- that up on YouTube. It's good. <laughs> was it? Was it there? Was it? Oh, on dude, YouTube? they were doing noodling. We were noodling. We went down to. We went down to Nashville. Come on, bro. We had. I had this idea. So what happened to it? Yeah, it Food Network fly. stole it, and they took it to BBC America, and they did it with these other clowns, and they called it <laughs> No Kitchen Necessary. If you want to go look that up, you can too. Nah, and don't it, even. Bother. It fizzled out. But it's, it's all going field we, to fire. We brought our sizzle reel to Food Network when we went, like, it right. was awesome. Go check it out. Just that's so cool, though, dude. Where did you, like, that's 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 what it's all about right there. That's what real people need to see is that right there. Yeah. 
Yep. But we're real people. We don't want these clowns. Nah, watch us. No. Watch me rip some catfish out of the hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> With my bare hands. You did that noodling thing. Did. I did you it. Did and the then noodling. we had a cooking competition. So, but was there like a scare factor that kind of went through your head when you no. were doing that? Nah, player. You know why? Because the cameras were on me. You <laughs> like, can't. If the cameras weren't on me, I wouldn't do that bullshit. <laughs> uh, your mom will tell you never to stick your hands where you can't see. You know what I mean? Like, but the camera's on me. I got to show out a little bit. You know what I mean? Jeez. Oh, I love it. I love it. You two do not belong together, by the way. I'm just going to break that down for you real quick. Uh, so so what are you two doing collaborating together? So, that's really what I well, want to get to. Well, that that's actually where it started. So everything kind of went dormant when that didn't happen. Right. So... Uh, it was probably about six months. But Matt was still around. Ago. I still saw you. Oh here yeah, and there. dude, we're we're out at you know. Like we weren't boys. We weren't hanging out. But like no, but we'd bump in, have cocktails, and you know, my, hang out with Kevin. My boy moved into the neighborhood though. <laughs> I'm driving down the road. <laughs> yeah, I just I just happened to be on a dead end road, and here's this guy walking down with his kid on his back and his dog on his leash. Rottweiler. And I look named Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Richie, Richie the Rot Rottweiler. <laughs> He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I pull over, and I'm like, dude. And he looks at me, and he's like, I was wondering who's in this truck. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, it was like, I got to come shoot with you. He's like, I, I've just been. And it, it was like immediate, I got to come shoot with you. I need to shoot. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's just before, it's right around archery season. Right. And I'm like, all right, dude, let's shoot. And so we get together and find out, you know, he's in the neighborhood. He's only just, you know, minutes away. Right. He ends up coming over and he's a long, he's, he's a recurve guy. Dude, like traditional no sights, recurve. Instinctive, yeah. it, baby. Exactly. I guess if you're gonna go for gold, you might as well go, right? Yeah, it's it's <laughs> stupid. He's making me look. I'm I'm drilling, you know. I'm drilling ten rings. Matt can't but, hit anything with a shotgun. You're shooting a traditional archery but, bow. No, but my this, boy can shoot a bow. No. He can shoot. I'm a just bow. kidding. This <laughs> guy's hitting eight inch circles, which I can't with instinctive. I can't hit the entire target instinctive. I and agree. he's like, dude, I'm off my game. I shoot like, the neighbor's really? house if that was the right. case, right? You know, all of a sudden you hear Wow <laughs> in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> That's a, we we need no, to shoot it, the neighbor's cat. But right? No, we'll just keep, just keep on pedaling on that one. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> all right, rewind. <laughs> so it's it we start shooting together and he looks at me and goes, dude, something switched during during COVID. He's a Texas dude. Like Van is a tried and true Texas dude. His father's there. He's got a big chunk of land down there. It's all about hunting and fishing. It's in his blood. Right. And something triggered this dude. I'll let him talk about it. But um, we just started talking, and he's like, it's time. It's, I, I, I feel it, and I'm like, let's go. So what triggered it in you to get back to, to doing what you do, bro? It was just the, it was the pandemic. I didn't have nothing to do. I shot all day. I, I'm listening to Joe Rogan talk about let's go hunt hunt what we eat you know what i mean like it all made sense to me i'm a chef you know i want to cook something up beautiful but 
I want I want to go get it myself. I don't want to go to the supermarket and get it. You know I think I mean? a lot of people are on that kind of that same trend. Like yeah. if if they don't know where it came from or, or or what's in it, they don't want to eat it. And that you know farm to plate kind of thing, and then wild game to plate kind of thing is field the fire. Baby. Field the fire. Is that is that the, is that what you got going That's on? That's it. We're we're trying to. It's the first one. It's on our video now, but we're gonna we're gonna stick with that. It, yep. It's field the fire, man. Because I do I, I cook everything over open flame too. I'm a fire enthusiast. That's incredible. So, so no propane for you, no smoking. It's it's straight over the coals of the fire. Yeah. So you can you guys can have a video out in the woods because you're cooking it over flame. That's that's the game plan. We're we're, we're gonna open flame is the name of the game, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> there, there's gonna be tailgating. But I can tell you, we just released a goose one where we did a bourbon glazed goose skewer, and it is stupid. Yeah, good. we're we're not getting too chefy but with it. We're getting it yeah, like we're, we're, stuff we're you can do at home. Making it for people who can do it at home, but like still making a little twist on it. You know what I mean? So, so what 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 made it special? What made it above and beyond every other bourbon blazed glazed? Goose, because people don't go that way. Dude. It's just the love you put in the food. You love food, or like you put it in the food, people are gonna taste it. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask the host here. You you tell me, and and honestly, number one, and not you, right? When you ask or when you go somewhere, what's the first way somebody says they do venison? Ah, uh, I. I don't know. I, I really don't. Marinated. Oh, yeah. Marinated. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, and that's and what what's your yes. favorite marinade? Italian dressing. <laughs> <laughs> dude, uh. I am so psyched you said it. Dude, we're knuckling. Yeah. It, that is it. Is it? Because they you use the acids in it to break it down. And it tastes like it's funny because Italian dressing meat. I hope that my wife doesn't listen to this. <laughs> oh no! Because that is I'm the sorry. marinade I'm of sorry. choice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love hugs. That's Hugs. what she 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 Hugs. uses the Italian Hugs. dressing for a lot Is there of meat. A certain kind of Italian dressing on it's, you. Well, it's well, wishbone. No, no, no. <laughs> Is that? Do they even make it? Italian dressing? Hell meat? yeah, they no. do. <laughs> no, it's not. It's a uh, honestly, In it's Valley. the Olive Garden. Italian dressing, but it, but the thing is, let's be real. Which she bone? she does she uses the Italian dressing. I do not. I am more of like a Montreal steak seasoning you rub your or teriyaki. I'm that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? I, t- I mean, yeah. I I don't get down with the Italian dressing. I'm not a. Do you eat fan. the heart? Of course, man. The liver. No liver for me. Dude, I'm not. The liver is high octane. Oh, it Fucking is high brings octane. The bo- brings the vitamins, baby. Really? Yeah. Bro. I like the heart. I, so we cook the heart, and then we take it like like a, like a ham salad and put it on bread and eat it that way. Oh, my God. It's out of this world. Probably one of the best. I've heard a lot of people pickle it. Pickling. Never, yeah, yeah, pickled heart. I've, I've, I've definitely tried that. We did that. You know what's actually good pickled is, is pickerel. Pickled pickerel. You just got to look out for the bones, man. They got no, that double row. No, because what happens is when you get it in that vinegar, it breaks down the bones. So there's no bones. And then you take it and you eat it there on a go. cracker, dude. It's out of this That's world. That's like, uh, what is it? Uh, the spring run of... Uh, Herring? Come on. Uh, uh, Shad? Yes. You can do You do it in milk, right? And the milk I don't, I don't know that one. Like a lot that? of those guys smoke of those things, oh so I don't God, know dude. I don't know much about that. But oh, Smoke Shad? Yeah, I That's guess. Like crack. Is it the row? They it's eat the row and stuff. Stupid. I don't get I down. I smoke a lot of bluefish because when I go striper fishing, how do you fishing, keep it lit? 
When I go striper fishing, that's what I get. Bluefish. <laughs> Smoke bluefish is You're built too low on the jokes. They go right yeah, over your head. Exactly. <laughs> You're too concentrated. Um, the Smoke bluefish is a phenomenal, phenomenal. It's awesome. Wait, that's a New England. My grandfather staple. used to do it in a 55-gallon drum. Really? Yeah, we, we'd literally spend a morning shooting through the, the barrel. To get all the holes in it, we just go bam, bam, bam. We like shoot all at it and everything. We get it all filled through, and he'd take sticks, and he'd put the sticks in the holes going through the top of the barrel, and he'd hang the fillets from it, and then on the bottom, all the holes on the bottom of the barrel would create the draft, and he'd build the he'd build the uh, he'd build a fire on the bottom of the barrel create the top, and the smoke would come out and bellow out the top of the holes where the, all the sticks were coming out of the meat. That's incredible. Yeah. That's the way, like a, like a trash can oh, chicken it, dude, or something. Exactly. Right? Can, you exactly. ever have a trash can? You're a southern boy. You ever have that trash can chicken, dude? Yep. No? That's no. it. Oh. No. <laughs> no. What is it? Trash Maybe can, I have. Trash can chicken, they cook Beer it. Beer in the rear. No. Dude, I, I have never had anything in the no, rear. No. <laughs> you never had beer in the rear chicken? I'm sorry. No. It's fucking banging, bro. He, he just turned you off your volume. Fu- <laughs> you take the chicken and you put it on top oh, of the beer. Oh, it's a beer can oh, beer chicken. can chicken. And they yeah. cook it on the grill with that. Yeah, and it Beer in the it. rear, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you find this guy, man? I told you, dude. It's rough and ready, take man. Take me I and turn it, it up. Jeez, man. It's awesome. I'm sorry. I'm so, dialing No, back. no, no. Please don't. Please don't. Please don't. So so what do you guys got looking forward throughout the season? What do you guys got coming on between the What do we got coming up first, Maddie? It's everything, man. Well, we just released the goose, which is really cool, man. You know, um, the whole deal with uh, goose season being over and everybody's got Canada goose and how do you do right. it? So uh, Van did that bourbon glazed goose skewer, which just... Can it, you do it with frozen goose? The you stuff can, that you no, it, it, it actually, you know, we kind of play it off with, uh, you know, the magic of video. Baby. Hollywood, You know, baby. B-roll. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we say it's, you know, the day or the weekend that we actually killed it, but it was frozen. Right. And it, it, it's stupid good. It, it's it was unbelievable, and um, Canada goose is a little little tough though. Yep. You gotta use the jacar. Exactly. What's you know, a jacar? Jacard, J A C C A R D, and it's like a tenderizer. What it is is everybody usually will like pound out their meat with like a, you know a hammer or whatever and kind of tenderize it. Yeah, I saw that laser ripping by. Yeah, I know no, it, I know what's right going there, on. Right there. <laughs> They're shooting some lasers in this bitch. <laughs> I saw I saw something shiny, so I was just trying to figure out where that was coming from. Hang <laughs> on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so you so, have something coming out in, for turkey, probably. Then we're we're doing a turkey version because we've actually we're doing a couple turkey seminars coming up, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do a test run on a turkey uh, turkey breast. Um, recipe as well so hold on you say that you're doing a seminar you always do seminars but how is van going to get in on the seminar yeah we're cut we're cutting mine we're cutting mine in half you know we're i'm going straight well i'm gonna i'm gonna take my buddy jeff foils is uh jeff foils name or words and i'm going straight meat on the uh on the seminar usually I, i'll start my seminars and i say okay when when there's no kids involved, so right, we're you course. know usually when we're in big big areas where it's got to be PG, I'm I'm very careful about what I say. But when I'm doing hardcore seminars about hunting, I started off with all right, who's who's actually offended by the F word? Obviously everybody chuckles and nobody raises their hand. They giggle like little schoolgirls. Exactly. 
And now I'm, so I'm, I'm like, well, that's cool. I'm like, so who's offended by the word kill? Because there's harvest and there's kill. And, you know, it, there's... A, there's other words. It's too. all the what same, other, but we're, you know, we're obviously I killing and... Tenderize. No, yeah. <laughs> Jacquard. I, I, I'm like, you know, it's like hitting, hitting frappe on a blender. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I say... Who's offended by the word kill? And nobody raised their hand. So I'm like, good, because we're going to talk about fucking killing these birds. And that's what I'm going to do with these seminars. I'm cutting half of my seminar out, and we're going to talk about tactics. We're going to talk about how I really have special techniques of, of killing these freaking birds. Because there, there's a difference between what I do and what the average Joe does, because... I do most of my, I do all of my stuff now with a camera. Right. And I cannot set up where I want to. I have to set up where I have to for the video. So I talk about all those techniques that are really going to help people kill the fucking bird. Because they piss us off, they tweak our heads, they mess with us all season. And I'm going to talk about those things that I use to kill him and I'm giving the other half to Van because quite honestly you know I'm, I'm going to regress back to my my very first deer I ever killed and we talk about the meaning of hunting and we talk about preserving the whole nature of hunting and the respect for it and the the history and what it means to family and friends and all that and the first deer that I ever shot, I was 12 years old. And my father, before we ate, we sat down at the dinner table. We said grace. And we get to eat. And my father stops all of us. And I, I'm kind of like, okay. And he goes, I just want to let everybody know that Matt fed our family tonight. And at 12 years old, I, Trev, you can probably attest just in my fucking eyes right now. It, it's that was insane. That's what it's all about, baby. And that's life. And it is, you know. Yeah. And and at twelve years old, to have that said, that has brought something through my entire realm of hunting. And the hunt doesn't end when you pull the trigger. The hunt doesn't end at, at that that time. You don't brag about it. You don't pound your chest. Yeah, we like to tell people about it and, and, and say that we got something and all. But you know what? It's sharing it. And it's family and friends and, and, and taking what we got and, and sharing it. And that's where Van comes in. Because you know what? Van allows us, with his knowledge, my knowledge of the hunt and his knowledge of how to prepare it, I'm looking at this as is something really fucking special. That's right, baby. Woo! Because, Amen. Because <laughs> this is, he cooks from the heart. He doesn't cook over everybody's head. He's not a, a, a chest-pounding chef to say, I can do these fucking... Molecular great. gastronomy. Yeah, dude, there you go. Nah, That's nah, it. We're nah. getting it from the nah. dirt, baby. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we're going out and, there getting it. And, and, and we're going to respect it. That's it. And we're not gonna over over. I'm done. No, that's and it. I, and I think that it. there's I think there's a lot of people that don't understand. Like, yeah, you're right. The work comes after the animal is killed. 
and they don't realize what to do in the kitchen. And I think that that's a big mix between you and him, killer hunter, killer chef. So that's what are it. you what are you gonna bring to the table in these seminars and so on and so forth? Like what what are some of your goals that you're gonna kind of make to make this happen, bro? You're lucky your glass wasn't full. <laughs> I know. I wish it was. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna try to make it the best food I Swim can, out. make make people happy with food and just show them how to respect wild game and can you give us give us a little bit of surprise visit on on what you're going to do with the, in the turkey woods as far as some of the game that you're what what are you going to do? I know nothing about the fucking turkey woods. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited. Turkey you know, virgin. What are you, you going to do on the grill though with the turkey? Oh well, uh, you got to brine the turkey. Let's just start out. with Is that brine. important on a yeah, on a, bro? It's a wild turkey too. You like, no fat. No fat. You got to you got to tenderize that thing a little bit. So so what what would I mean, for the average Joe, man, and I don't want to get any recipes or nothing like that, but what would you do on a basic brine? Like, what would be the most important thing to get that thing? water. Like, sugar, salt. Brown sugar and salt. Water. And how long would you have it sit in something? At least overnight. Just overnight. And that would That'll do enough. Yep. At least overnight or a couple days. And then, and then, like, there's no limit to what you can do to turkey. But I really like to throw a little smoke on it. A little herb butter, a little smoke, you know. Throw that bitch in the smoker. Are you sure you're not from, like, Louisiana, the way you're moving? Like, I, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. I grew up a long time in Georgia, right oh, outside okay. of Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, and Florida. But I claim Texas. You've been all over the place. Yeah, all over the deep south. And I've been up here for a long time. I, I just, I'm, 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 I'm mind, mind screwed a little bit over here. Dude. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm unique, baby. I'm yeah. unique. That's crazy, man. I, it's it's an amazing thing, dude. It really, honestly, is. And I think what you guys got going on is going to be something else, dude. No, I, I really I, do. I have a feeling it might blow. As I it believe. Should. I believe. As it should. The first project didn't work out, so maybe the second one. I mean, Matt's a good dude. I mean, he's all right. I don't. The brown water. I'm right. not, you're gonna you're gonna have a little bit of tough and time. We're gonna be going trout fishing. Hey, can, like, can you hear the? It's empty. <laughs> I'm just excited to get out there and do something. Are you going to, so you being a traditional hunter and coming from that realm, are you going to try and kill a turkey with a trad bow? I I told him I wanted to. He's like, no, no, no. I, I want we're, to. We're going to frappe the face <laughs> with number sixes, bro. I think, you know, I understand where you're coming from, being that traditional archer and, and wanting to do that. But there is nothing like jelly heading <laughs> a turkey, bro. I, I'm telling you, there is nothing like. I, and, and I've shot a, a handful of birds with a bow. It's phenomenal. It's a great time. I enjoy it. Is it. Cool. it. It is cool. It's a where different shoot, type of. Where hunt. do you shoot them with the bow? Because like try and t- shoot for the wing bone, bro. Wing bone, dude. Shoot them with the wing bone. Knock them down. Damn it. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the times, if you hit them in the wing bone, you hit them a little low. You're gonna break those wings. They can't fly. They can only run. Now you can catch up to them and kill yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough. I mean, they're resilient little bastards. Well, they I mean, can so see dr- really good forever. What forever. Is it? Two two hundred and eighty degrees, I believe. Uh, it, peripheral vision. They can damn near see all the way around their head. You wiggle your toes in your boots, and they see it. I promise you. Yeah. I mean, they're no joke. I mean, and it's I, and I ain't letting you shoot them at a distance, bro. I've only shot, I think, two or three birds over 40 yards in my whole life. 
Yeah, my boy, my boy speaks Turkey. It's up close and personal. Oh, I'm well bitch. aware of what he speaks. <laughs> <laughs> he we're, speaks the turkey. We're 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 gonna that get that dive turkey lap. boy. Woo! I'm not letting you pull the trigger till your hat rattles when he and freaking when gobbles. that thing. I want to see the video when that thing spits and drums in his pocket and he just about loses <laughs> his launch, dude. Yeah, That's out. what I want to see. Yeah. So, I would be all over the place. Speaking Talking Turkey, Matt, you did something very incredible this year in, in working with a, a company and building something absolutely amazing, dude. What, what did you do? Oh, well, I, I didn't do anything incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you always do something incredible, Matt. Um, I, I was pretty pumped, man. It, it's You know what? It, again, you know, it, it's... This whole industry is about friendships and relationships. Absolutely. Just like I, I don't have any contracts, a buddy of mine had a had a call com- has a call company um, out of Massachusetts, and I called the goods this guy back in the '90s, like early '90s, and you know we, we've we've called at the Grands, we've called at the Grand Americans, we've called state competitions, the whole deal, and uh, just. I think like two years ago or so, I poured that in a glass for you. Oh, is that it? <laughs> yeah. I'm about to piss my pants. <laughs> I'll be right back. All right. All that time. All right. <laughs> we'll let him go into the grand. All right. We'll, we'll go. We'll let him go in. <laughs> That's what happens when you have half, half a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so, um, I'm... I'm Helping a buddy of mine with his logo and his packaging and all for his call yep. company. It's called Strike Zone. Strike Zone Custom Calls. And I said, you know, I went through all of his calls. And I picked out my favorite. And he goes, what do you think about tweaking that? I'm like, let's do it, man. You know, I, I definitely, you know, it's my favorite of all your calls. But I know what I want. Just a little bit more rasp or a little bit more low-end yeah, type of whatever. A little Just something to it. Right, exactly. A little, a little something, something. Right, which is important. So he goes, all right, let's do it. You want to do a team pick? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. So I brought, I brought all of his calls. Just to kind of get on the same page, I brought all of his calls to my guys on the team. Now, mind you, my team is not a pro staff. You know, it's, no, you have a family. It, exactly. It's a group of guys that digs doing shit together. That's who we are. You know, we, we give up time hunting to be there behind the camera for others. And we give up the opportunity to shoot shit because we got a camera with us. Right. And, that, and that's, that's how we roll. But um, so we started working on this thing. And, and this dude is a mad scientist. Um, I learned I learned shit that just to me I, I won't divulge, but ninety nine percent of the people out there just don't realize about calls, and so we started rolling into these calls, and I, I ran them by all my guys. We all came up with our favorite, and then I went on to tweak it, and we did, and it ended up being in the now this is a guy. That's in the middle of nowhere and is kind of the local shop dude. And it made it into the outdoor life top calls of 2022. Jeez, man. Outdoor life. One of the top 100 largest magazines in the world. 
That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. You want to give I, it a good good I, run? I, I damn near shit a purple Twinkie when I saw that. As you should have, dude. That's you know, pretty wild. It, it's pretty cool. I'll, I'll, I'll hit it a little bit. Hang on. Shit or purple Twinkie. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back, back, baby. Back in the seat. Back in the seat. <laughs> music my boy speaks turkey bilingual just so you know i don't know if you noticed that guy when i put the call in my oh, mouth yeah. he pulled his out put it in his mouth now the guy with the kid that just oh by, yeah yeah put it in his mouth looked at his wife then i started running the call <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't make a beep when he walked by <laughs> oopsies <laughs> Oopsies. Just saying. Somebody, Somebody's just learning how to talk turkey. It happens. It's all good, man. Just saying. So, Van, are you excited for the season and, and running with this crazy buffoon guy? Dude, I'm so Thanks excited. Thanks for being polite, <laughs> you fucker. It's this squeaky wettish over here. Yeah, I'm excited. I've never done I like. I'm, I'm always excited about doing things I've never done before. You know what I mean? And I've cooked a lot of turkey. I know how to cook turkey, so. Now I gotta go out there and blast one. Right That's in what I'm saying. And and you grew up hunting though. You grew up in a hunting family. Yeah. That that was a heritage that you grew up in. Uh, and dude, so tell and so him so about your old man. I want to hear. Dude, this dude's psycho. Like he's been all <laughs> over the world. You go into his house. It's like Cabela's. Like heads everywhere. Everything you can think of. He's got. But only with a trad bow though. A trad bow. That's okay. it. Yeah. What do you think that one of his greatest trophies that he's ever had taken with a trad bow is? Dude, he's got giraffes. He's got what? Yeah, yeah. He's got every little thing in Africa you can think of. Weirdo shit. You, I don't even know the name of. He's got a couple Cape buffaloes. <laughs> yeah, those, he's got those mountain tro- lions. Those trophies that have inch and a half freaking <laughs> dikas. inch and a half spikes. Dikas, dikas. You know, inch and the a half. The blue dika, like, the red oh, dika. Those, yeah, those are you know. Those are trophies. Those are huge like, oh, trophies. Oh, yeah, over One of the hardest things to hunt over oh, there. They're stupid. It's because they're well, not the hardest. High. He's got bobcats. He's got coyotes. He's That's got, wow. Whatever you think of. That's nuts. And you're going to try and do the same thing. And this dude switch just slipped. Just freaking went. Dude, come on, man. Now, now, Wettish is going to put a shotgun in your hand. You're going to jelly head one turkey brown. And I'm sitting behind him. I want to do it with a trad bow, man. I'm telling you. Listen, jelly head one and then and go then on to the trad bow. You know the the he's got to get back under that eight inch circle, dude. I'm impressed with the eight, but if he's going turkey, he's got to go way under. Yeah, that. man, that's a that's a tough animal to kill with a bow. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. But the targets have it on their butthole, bro. Have you seen that? So yeah, Texas heart shot. You should know a lot yeah. about that. You're from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, no bueno. Okay. I don't know shit about turkey. No bueno. I'm asking y'all about turkey right now. Okay. So educate me. So a lot Texas of the times. A lot of the times, and, and one of the techniques that I run sometimes archery hunting is a lot of the times, if I, I'll break it down to you. I take a, a hen decoy in front of a big oak tree, okay, and it I'm facing the hen. The hen's facing me. We're sitting in between one another. 
a lot of the times later on in in the mating season, what happens is they'll lay down on a clutch and the tom will come around and try and get her to stand up. So what you would do, especially with archery, you just sit there nice and quiet. You call that tom in. He'll come in. He'll come around that tree and he'll try and get her to stand up. Well, now he's fanning at that point. At that point now, you can do the limbo behind him. You can do jumping jacks. He'll never see it. His fan is wide open. He's, he's more focused on this. And at he that can't point, smell you? No. If turkeys if could smell never you, kill never kill him. him. Yeah. Never kill him. That's the truth. If, if a turkey could smell, we'd never kill him. So the wind has no factor. No nope. factor, bud. Thank God. Yeah, because if you had an animal, I don't think there's an animal on this planet that nothing. has all those things. And if they did, we would be screwed. So they have their vision. They have their sound or their, you know, their hearing. A bald eagle would smell. Game over. It's done. Well, actually, a bald eagle does have smell, well, doesn't it? If a turkey oh, had that, we'd be We'd be screwed. Yeah. We'd be screwed. So we get them to come around the tree strut in front of that hen trying to get her to stand up now you're at full draw and then that's when you give them the texas heart shot okay and then it goes right into the vitals and that's it man it's over but it's a tough thing to i mean dude listen i just played it out very simple that is not an easy thing to do in the turkey woods i promise you but that's that's how you would take that show a hell of a lot easier for me to say dude shoot him yeah (laughs) jelly head him you know it's fun It, it is it's I think there's fun in both things, right? Well, I'm definitely all right. I'll jellyhead one first, but then I'm bringing the recurve. You should try it, and, and I'm not. I'm not downplaying it. I think you should try. It. I think you would have a good time, but I think that you should jellyhead them, see what that's all about, and then go. That's what I'm gonna do. That's what I would Thanks, do. Thanks, that now. I think it would do. Wait till he does one day. He's yeah. like, dude, I want to do well, that again. I, Matt, I know just like <laughs> I, know, I know just like you do. I know it's gonna happen, but <laughs> you'd be like, dude, come on, let's go tomorrow. Exactly, dude. And and it, and it's great. And you know, honestly, I'm looking forward to seeing what you would do with the turkey when you get it. Do you? Are you gonna do like? Do you think that you're gonna do breast, um, recipes, or are you gonna do whole turkey recipes, or what are you thinking? I'm thinking I just wanna, breast. Okay, just yeah. breast them. Like like my original thought was I really love Tex-Mex food, right? So my dad sent me some. Hold mom. on, time out. What is Tex-Mex food? Uh, we do not know what that is here. It's like. We, we have Connecticut like a, mass. It's yeah, like no. a, American Mexican food. You know okay. What I mean? So it's not real authentic. No, no. But like I, I, I've actually opened a Mexican restaurant in Connecticut, and I did really good. I got four stars New York Times. That's you know awesome. I mean? Sayulita. Go check it out. South Glastonbury. Is it awesome. still there? It's still there. It's, my menu's still there. I've been gone for years. That's incredible. Yeah. So you're thinking about Tex-Mex and the turkey. So... Wild game, like wild boar chorizo, turkey roulade. So I'm going to stuff it with the chorizo. Yeah. And then roll it and tie it and smoke it. I think, I think <laughs> I'm hungry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's for dinner? Dude, your body just moved. <laughs> Jeez, man. That sounds incredible. Yeah, bro. But is it something that I can make at home? No, nah, probably not. So, like, <laughs> like Matt's, Matt, Matt's always no. like, you got to dumb it down, bro. You gotta, you know, we can't be doing that. You know what I mean? Actually, so, chorizo stuffing <clears throat> in a flattened out breast, you could do that. I think you could definitely do We've that. We've all had the flattened out breast. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it happens. Um... <laughs> No, but it's it's it's. <laughs> I think Matt is right, but I think that you're right, and I think that the well, twist between the two, medium, of course, and it, it's you know. But the smoking world has become a huge thing now. Everybody has a Traeger, and they want to cook on that. You know, that might be an amazing thing for you to 
you know, I know you like the wood. I, I get it and I understand yeah. it. But Pellets ain't wood, homie. No, but <laughs> you think that's a big difference in the cooking? No. Yeah. Big difference yeah, in the fine. flavor. Listen, no, you, the flavor is good. Like I, like my dad just bought one of them pellet grills, and last time I went there, I smoked a brisket for him, and it, it fucking tastes good, man. <laughs> I don't know see, why. see, you got the twist but, like, on it. It just wasn't the same. Is it? Do you think that cooking on wood? And I'm just asking, dude, on a dummy, on a dummy scale here. Do you think it, it takes a, a lot longer to cook on the wood than it does in some of these? You have oh, to pay yeah. attention to it. You have to. I don't know, bro. I don't. Yeah, you gotta show it the love. It's all about the love, man. So if you give it the love, you get the love. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah, because like people can taste the love. There, so, there's no doubt because you know what? A lot of these things now they're like they're dummying it down to where they they put a probe in it and they stick it in the in the automatic pellet feeder and it's temperature controlled and it goes for the whole day. They don't need to do a damn thing. And it's even, it's, you know, it, and it's really fucking good. Right. Yeah. It's but, good flavor, bro. It's but not, you're not the same, though. You're not taking but, your Traeger out in the woods. No. No, but not even that. It's there. You look at these pit guys, and Van's one of them. I mean, I've seen him. Not only does, does his place now all go, over, all go over fire. Right. But he's got an outdoor pit. At your house? Wait, no, no. Where, no where? Oh, where you at? So when we did, uh, he had he had a party for. Um, he was on the All Stars version, the All Star s- season of uh, Hell's Kitchen. Not only the regular Hell's Kitchen. Oh, samurai on, fighting sword guy, huh? So he was yeah. on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so he was on All Stars, and like we we showed up at Tano, and this dude's got an outdoor pit. Jeez. I mean a big outdoor pit yeah. that he's flaming on. Authentic. And, and yeah. there's, we're grilling, we're smoking. Right. There is a difference in the bark and, you know, the depth of that flavor that gets into the meat. There, there's one thing for continuity and even cooking and all that. But it, it's kind of like, you know, when somebody sears a steak in a pan, yeah. <laughs> How'd that work for you? <laughs> so. so, when you sear a steak in a pan, all well and good. Right. When I sear a steak on my grill that's ceramic and running at 500 plus degrees, it sears immediately with a crust. You know, there's a difference in that flavor. Even, even though they both do the same, there's a difference. What he does... With the temperature control and all that, and I, I think it's like, an art, man. It's yeah, a straight yeah. art, it, bro. You can't it, just burn wood and just put it on there too, because yeah. you get bad smoke. You gotta know about bad Dude. smoke. You gotta know about all. Is this the kind Dude, of stuff that you're gonna go to on ROTV, bro? I mean, I'll try to like that stuff. But see, the, the thing is that people need to know that, yeah. man. If you're, like, I mean, you, honestly, you can't just throw wood on the smoker. Just Nobody throw the, likes throw bad the meat smoke. in. You have to let it burn off. You have to get that blue smoke going. You have to get that clear Dude, smoke see, going. See, I never that's knew what that it shit. Is. Yeah, I don't know anything about it, man. You're blowing yeah, my mind. Seriously, yeah. take take so. take sixty seconds, ten minutes, whatever. Explain about what do you do? I got smoke. this. What do you What do you do from start to finish? So when you walk up to the grill in the morning, 
and you're about to get things going. How do we do? How do we go about doing this? All right, so that's the host. So the brisket and the and the, and the pork butts are in there already. They've been in there all night. They've been in there since three o'clock the day before, right? So I don't want to. I don't want to mess with that smoke yet. I want. I want to temperature it. I want to. I want to pull the bones and see where see where everything's at. You know what I mean? Right. So a lot of times I'm pulling briskets. The pork butts usually aren't done yet. So then I, you guys got to, you guys got to see this guy's facial expression. I know I he's know. feeling this he's shit. Into it, right? Like, he, he's Dude, like freaking it. Eddie I, Van I, I Halen. I can tell. I he's like Eddie the Van Halen playing a guitar right now. I got now, it. Talking you know about I mean? it. Like, like a lot of people are like, you're just a fucking pitmaster. You know, you're executive chef, but it's like, bro, it fucking makes me. It makes me happy. You know what I mean? I know. I can tell it in, in like, a passion. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. Cause like I'm happy doing what I'm doing every day, and I'm out at two o'clock. So fuck all you bitches. <laughs> Cause I'm gonna go do whatever the else. I'm gonna go roll jujitsu. I'm gonna go to the gym. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go meditate. I'm gonna go do I whatever the fuck I want to do. Right. You can go what fishing. are y'all doing? So so all right. Then let's do it. Let's do this a different way. If you're gonna go and you're gonna cook that turkey, you're gonna smoke a turkey, right? I want you. I want you to take me through the role of what you're gonna do to start your pit up. If you're gonna do a turkey breast for me, how's that? It's brined. All right, it's, we're it's brining seasoned. that bitch. We're brining it. How do you we, start we that rub fire? It. I want to know about the fire. I want to know what you got to do to get that wood light that match going. from the lit match. All right, so you fire it up about 250. You get that wood in there. Do you just wait? You gotta wait. You gotta be patient. It's barbecue. Why? Why do you wait on that wood? Because how do you get you that? Don't wood? want the bad smoke. It's how do you get that blue tell. smoke? You gotta wait 30, 45 minutes. Let it burn off until it's down what, to like coals. But you know what? What, I mean? what is that blue smoke? What? Is, what is the difference between like because when it first if starts you, smoking? If you just if you just throw the wood in there and throw the fucking bird on there, you're gonna get like this dark sooty, bad smoke all over the white bird. And it's going to taste nasty. This, this guy's intense right now. You know what I mean? No, the thing is, he thinks we're idiots because we're asking all these no, dumbified I questions. Know. Like, no, yeah, I'm just I telling you what I, I do. I love it. His face, dude, when, no, when he it's talks true. about this. This is this is like, this is awesome. But, yeah, so you got to give it time. You got to burn the wood off a little bit. You know what I mean? And then, uh, and then you put it in, and it just gets that golden mahogany, just beautiful chicken like nobody can cook chicken so when it starts me. smoking you don't say i'll tell you that right you now. like the skin on or skin off skin on oh, baby fuck yeah. skin on all day so, so 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 that's what i needed to get to so you're gonna so when you kill a bird right when you're gonna kill a bird the preparation that goes into this so you're gonna end up plucking the bird and then you're gonna you're gonna then cut the breast off with well, the skin might, on well, it. Well, I might just spacklock it and do it the whole bird. Whoa, whoa, hold on. Now now you're talking gibberish, bro. <laughs> spacklock. No, just take the backbone out so it lays flat. So you're going to butterfly pit. it, more or less. Butterfly. Spacklock. Spacklock. Yeah, yeah he... Yeah. And then, Come on. And the, Come on. Do you know so, that? So, no, bro. I don't have a clue, Me man. Neither. I'm some hillbilly, I bro. I don't know. If, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just fucking... Like no, it. but it's... So butterflying it. So you're going to yep. butterfly so it. Take the backbone out. Yeah, on both sides, so it lays flat on the pit. People want to know this stuff, so you're gonna so butterfly it, and then you're gonna then you're gonna cook it. So you're gonna cook it breast up, breast up, so that it's gonna go all the way through the meat and yep. into it. So, I mean, even if these guys are cooking on, on the bone, on the bone, the, on the bone, the, the, the bone gives the bone, it Yeah, something about the bone makes it more tender and flavorful. And Absolutely juicy. You can't really dry it out. I mean, you can dry it out. You can mess well, it up. Well, wild bird, you definitely can if you're not brining uh, it. Yeah. 
one hundred percent. Yeah, dude, I, I, dude, I, just, I'm, I, I gotta honestly, hit your temperatures. This, this, this ninety percent of this, just that freaking knowing that uh, if I got if I got a piece of wood smoking, I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw the meat on it. Right. Just knowing that you can't throw it on when it starts smoking, to me, that's something I never even thought about. Never knew. Never. I mean. Give it some That's time. like huge. You got to burn it off or you're going to get real bad, like, black. But that's but that's the way the, the barbecue well, that's pit like is welding. Yeah. That's like welding. You know, you want the blue flame. You don't want it. You know, you've got to have that right flame. You've got to have the right fire. You've got to have the right. Otherwise, it doesn't come out right. Things don't happen correctly if they're not done under the right temperatures and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it, there's... It's funny. I, I've got a client that deals with burners, and their burner that they had for display had a red flame in it. They're like, "No, the flame's got to be blue." I'm like, "What do you mean? You got to change the colors of the flame from red to blue, right? Because it's the it's the pure it's the pure flame when it's blue." Absolutely. And that's what Van's talking about. You know, Van's talking about that pure smoke. The flavor smoke, not the, it's, well, you, you want to talk about uh, moonshine. You know, you start running moonshine, those first, that first bit that comes out, those are the heads. Those are toxic. My no, boy Matt good. taught me how to make moonshine, yeah. by the way. <laughs> not me. Dude, it wasn't me. <laughs> the ATF was there. It was, a di- it was a different Matt. <laughs> I don't know who you're of talking course. about. No, of blah, course he would. Blah, 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 of course blah, he blah, would. Blah, blah, blah. I got a great picture if you want to <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, you have some really good stuff coming out on ROTV. It's going to be fun, man. You and know what? It, so where, the, where can they find this stuff, man? Like where? YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of all over the place. Re- Real Outdoors TV. You Google it, you're going to find it. And uh, we've, we've actually been around since way before most of the majors. Yeah. It's just that we don't get paid to do this. You enjoy it for what it is and the passion yeah. and the love of it. And, and it's fun. It, what, what's it is. cool it is, is that when we, when we the same launch, as this podcast, man. When we launch some of our, our solid stuff, I mean, I've, I've got more footage that I won't air because it's not prime right. than most people lie about. Right. But, you know, um, we, don't, we only air the good stuff and... Or stuff that people are going to learn from. And, you know, even not being part of the majors, when, when YouTube really first started, we were it. Right. When you Googled turkey hunting on YouTube, we would it's have ROTV. three or four videos on the first page. For sure. And, I mean, up there with, you know, Primos and Nightingale and Realtree and all the biggest of the big. And now, you know, so many of these guys do it for a living. And that's all they do. Right. They they video and, and do that stuff. But during during the prime time, we hit solid video and I can tell you we got a video this year that's gonna do it. We've <laughs> Oh, that's a good picture. <laughs> Singing selfies. I love it, dude. I love it. I was letting him finish his thought. Yeah, and it ruined (laughs) it, right? Yeah, exactly. So, So, Van, where can they find you? Oh, sorry, I cut you off. I'm cut you off. I'm sorry. Our our turkey shit's gonna be. It's. I can. I'm excited to see the collaboration between the two. Yeah. I think that's the important part of that. Oh, that's what it is. It's gonna be stupid. 
It's going to be insane, man. I Feel mean, the it's, flame, baby. it's taking all of our stuff I love the that name. we do natural, and it, it's just making a full circle. Do, do you do you remember a guy by the name of Fish Fishburn, ESPN? No. Okay. I'm bad with it. Fish Fishburn was on ESPN for like maybe a season. Okay. And he was a comedic fisherman, and he was serious. He was a good fisherman. Right. This dude knew his shit. He was good, but he was funny. So he took it to the comedic side. People can only handle that so much. There's got to be... It's like Donald Trump. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. There's got to be knowledge. There's got to be entertainment. There's got to be funny, whatever. Of course. It's, there's got to be a balance. And, that, and that's kind of... We try to provide something that's no frills, what everybody else does, and yet going to help you out. Absolutely. And I think Van is going to take that to a different level because ultimately, it, I think it culminizes, it finishes what we do. Mm-hmm. We've always created the hunt. We've always created what people enjoy, but it's not the family value finish. And that's enjoying it and sharing it with family and friends. And it's something that doesn't get talked about or done a lot. And I think the collaboration of the two is going to be a phenomenal thing. And honestly, I'm looking forward to it and seeing what Van does. And you got to come out and fish with us, dude. I'm in. Let's go. I'm. You, always, you know, I'm you always. Get, you going to mealy master it with us? I, I. You know what? I honestly, I would love to. I really, honestly We're would. Doing it. People get pissed at us, dude. That's all right. Let's do it. Cool fishing shirts we have. Yeah, no, that's a beautiful (laughs) fishing shirt you got, man. (laughs) So, so boys, I have one last question before we break this thing down. We're in this. We've done this twice already. I didn't do it, and this is your whiskey. Okay, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) One question we ask everybody is, what drives you outdoors? And I, I was gonna start with Matt, but I'm gonna go with Van. Van, tell me what drives you outdoors, man. What gets you out there and doing what you do? And other than your car, bro, I get that they bring it there. My car? No, your car brings you outdoors. I get it. But everything, no. what, what makes you want to go outdoors? What drives you, bro? It, I feel like the woods heals you. It's like a, a meditation for me. You know what I mean? You get out there, you get in the woods, you cut all this technology bullshit off, and and you go out there and uh, kill something. And then you eat it. That's There's nothing better than that. It's just in my soul. I'm sorry if that's too much for y'all, but like. Not for these people. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Like, that came to me in the pandemic, and, like, that's what, I, that's what I'm supposed to do, and that's what I'm doing. I'm following my dream right now. I love it, man. Your dream's not going to chase you. You might as well chase your dream, bub. Amen. What about you, Matt, man? What drives you outdoors, brother? Quite honestly, this dude right across from me right now. You know, I, I, I've always lived vicariously through my kids, um, not not my personal kids, but I, I mentor a bunch of young young adults. Uh, I call them kids, upwards of 26, 27 years old. It's because I'm an old bastard. But um, no, man, it's uh, being able to help people do what they love and, and find that passion. And and when that's important. When, when when Van and I connected honestly and just started shooting for fun and shits and giggles, and yeah. You've seen it. You've seen it in this interview. You know, his eyes, it's, there's no bullshit. I mean, th- this dude, he need, he needs the outdoors. The, there's something that flipped in his body that is like, dude, this is part of who I am. And you've lived your first. I've lived it, you know, and 
I'll never forget my first deer, my first turkey, my first squirrel, my first grouse, you know, all those things. And for me to live vicariously through Van, fucking A, bro. I'm going to do it. And, yeah. and you know what? I can't I, wait to see the film of I, it, bro. I really can't. I, I, I want to see. I want to see this dude after he sees a big old gobbler flopping in front of him. You're going to you know? lose your mind, bro. You really oh, are. I, 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 I can't wait to see the film and what you do with it after that and the preparation. It's You're right, Matt. I yes. mean, it's it's the way to do it. And that's, you know, Matt with, with the young ones that he works through and so on and so forth. It's, it's, it's a very, very satisfying thing to watch these guys grow up because it, that was the thing that we grew up with and, and, and had, like, like you said, the first thing that you kill, bro, that is the most amazing thing in the world, and to be part of it is an amazing thing. And you're going to pass it on to somebody. You have a little one, bro. I you're going to do the boy, same. Man. Oh, I can't wait brother. to teach him how. And that's you important. Know? Everything. I know I'm a guy that knows everything. a guy, bro. You know? It's 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 incredible, man. That's how this keeps going. You got to keep it going. Absolutely. 100%, man. Um, and everybody who hasn't gone out and seen ROTV or seen Van and these guys, there is a video out there. The... The glazed something or other with the goose on. I'm his goose, baby. baby. Woo! <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying, man. So if you guys, if you guys haven't gone to check that out, go and check it out. And for everybody else, thanks for taking the ride right here thanks, on the Outdoor Trip. Drive. Thank you, brother.